This Is Your Pilot Speaking is recorded live at bars around Portland, Oregon, with absolutely no delay. It can get an NC-17 real quick, and it's an adult show for adults. In other words, no babies allowed. pilot speaking. I, of course, am your pilot, Jeremy O'Connell, as usual. Once again, we are joined for part three, the return of the Morgan, <laughs> because we've spent a lot of time talking about Lord of the Rings. It's Morgan! <laughs> Hi, guys! Hi, Morgan! <laughs> A.K.A. Momo. What's up? Um, so, our last two have dwelled pretty heavily on creativity. We texted previously about the topic we wanted to talk about tonight, which was um, monetizing your creativity without losing your soul. Exactly. And I would love to talk to you about this because I feel like so many of my thoughts are contradictory or hypocritical Mm -hmm. in nature. Okay. So I don't know if you want to start it off or I can start it off or posit a question, whatever you would prefer. Do you have some anecdotal things? Do you want to give us an update on your story, on your horrible little (laughs) monster that you've had in your closet that's been kicking around for a hot minute? Well, good news. Really good news. Really good news. Is it done? Did you do it? Yes. Yes! Yes! That's so good to hear. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> it took like, a, it legitimately, took it. It took I'm it. super duper proud of you right now. Because last time we <laughs> talked, you were like, fuck this story. <laughs> it's I hate everything about it. But you killed it. It's and done. here comes the truck. And here comes our mortal enemy. So, you finished your story. I finished it. And now I am literally reading page for page. Okay. With a piece of paper or the computer next to it. Or like notes and And notes, but also like there's, I'm literally numbering paragraphs or putting stars, smiley faces, and writing a new paragraph with the same content, but with more or less. So now we're going into the deep editing and some of it is like, I'm thinking of more ideas, but the last chapter is done. It's done. (laughs) We are done. You did it. We are done. You crushed it. I'm so proud of you. So, and it's actually, this is like the, like the happiest part like I've finished books and I thought that was the happiest part. Yeah. Right now, finishing this is like going through and editing it and putting more in or taking some out. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and and just like reading it, I'm just like I'm I'm amazed at some of the strengths and weaknesses that I have like done with this book. Yeah. And I'm still building with it, but now I'm in the final stages of before I hand off a copy to someone, be like, hey, read this before we publish. I'm satisfied. I'm, I, and mind you, as a writer, I'm not satisfied with my work. So maybe, this is going to be the funny part, maybe the work, the book is a piece of shit. And I'm so satisfied <laughs> that I'm like, this is epic. And someone's going to read it, like, they're going to get through the first chapter. Be and be like, like, no, no. no. You, you messed up, big time. <laughs> I will be so proud of it. I will still publish it. Go back to the drawing board. <laughs> you tried real hard, but it's not good. Uh, no, you should publish it. I mean, that actually is a beautiful segue into our idea of monetizing your creativity. Mm-hmm. Are you going to self-publish? Are you going to put it out there? Are you going to try and go to publishing firms, maybe? I'm, well, the thing is, though, this is kind of like a, those uh, stupid commercials for the for-profit colleges. 
to get the job you need experience to get the experience you need a job you yeah know? like revolving door circle cycle blah blah, blah. yeah no it's a ouroboros of bullshittery it's so from very my, difficult yeah from my understanding and um listeners you can quote me or not quote me you can correct me if i'm fucking wrong which i probably am in some aspect uh-huh you need a um an agent to get an agent you need notoriety to get a notoriety you need an agent not necessarily <laughs> yeah so my my mother is a writer and um she goes to quite a few writers conventions and that's the other all that's a, the other thing yeah. all across the u.s and what conventions are looking for 90 percent of the time and what a lot of the um the agents that are there are looking for are like fresh new talent that they can swindle millions of dollars away from yeah and no that's a lie uh, <laughs> no know, but yeah that, but you know that they can publish that they can yeah. go oh you have a story it's great here is a bucket load of money write more for us and like Methany wires or whatever her name whatever is. her name is <laughs> stefani i believe is stefani. what we called her prior um i've been thinking about different names <laughs> we, yeah yeah uh Methany styers Good on um, her though. I just gotta say though, like as much trash talking we've been doing, good on fucking her though. Yeah, good on, good her. on she fucking did her. She did she it. She did it. Like she, it's not everyone's cup of tea, but good on her for doing what she believes in. The dream. She yeah. is, and for, but the thing is, as an author, good on her for doing what she believes in and making it. That's it. so as much shit talking we've been doing. Some personal beliefs on things I believe on, but hey, good on fucking her. Well, I mean, we talked about it previously as well, where like you and I, we can't talk trash about someone who has created something because at the end of the day, they went out of their way and put time it. and yeah. effort into just doing it. And they regardless, did it and they made it. Regardless of whether it's good or not, the fact that you found this creative outlet and said, okay, I'm gonna just go for it, yeah. and you did. And then you just happen to be so lucky that it got published and became a movie series and became this huge global phenomena. That's luck. That yeah. is that wholeheartedly, I believe, is luck and/or a good marketing team. And and to go in or lines, both. Yeah, and to go on the lines where you decide if it's good or not. Like also, you know, it's it's good for someone else. It's not good for maybe your taste. You know, and I mind you, I, I will rag on it's it. So oh, subjective. I it's will so rag subjective. on it till the end of time. But you know, at the same time, there are people that that's that's their style. That you know, it's not myself. People will not like my book. I can guarantee you that. People will not like my writing. People will not like my style of anything. So that's what I want to talk about as far as monetizing your creativity is concerned. I don't know about you, but personally, myself, I never went into any form of a creative outlet aside from design to make money. But design was this specific outlet that I knew I could become financially stable and I chose it specifically because of that. But then, even, even then, a lot of the design projects that I take on are without the safety net of money being attached to it. They, uh, they're just things that I make and then hope other people find cool. Yeah. And so I guess that's where the contradictory nature of it comes into play, is that, like, I, first and foremost, I want to get paid. Like, I'll be completely 
completely blunt about that. I like money. I like having money. I like being able to spend money. I like being able to give money to other people. Be able I like to take it. care of yourself. I do. Be able to do like, normal it's adult a, things. It's a thing. Like, I'm sorry, but that's it. And if I can make money off of my creative outlets, hell yeah, I'm totally going to do that. And I think in our, our world, that's what we want. But then there's going to be some people like, I'm an artist. I would never sell out. But I'm sorry, but like, I had a conversation with someone the other day. They go, would you sell out? If someone literally said we love your story but you need to change it for something that you don't want to change to and they said it's six figures it's seven figures exactly. it's, it's eight figures would you do it and I said no and he goes really if someone offered you ten million dollars for this yeah, for a story and you? I thought about it but I'm sitting there like it depends if I think that the story itself the way it's told it doesn't need car explosions sex scenes or whatever yeah and it has to be the way it is because the next thing that moves on out of it is going to be so is much going better. going to be so much better and it's going to lead on to that. Yeah. Then I would have to say no and I'd have to fight for it. Good example of someone fighting for her stuff. Yeah. Lady Gaga. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She fought for the cover of her first album to be her face. Yep. Everyone wanted like nakedness, you know, and uh, very she was sexualized. Like... And she goes, no, I want my face. Yeah. With the, with the glasses and... And mind you, she fought for that tooth and fucking nail, and she got it. And mind you, look at Lady Gaga. Look at her now. So. I mean, it's the great, uh, it's the great Meg Cabot story. She wrote Princess Diaries, right? I believe so. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, the person who wrote Princess Diaries, when Disney bought the rights to it from her publishing company, and and then we're turning it into a movie. The whole deal is that um, Julie Andrews' character dies. Okay. And Meg Cabot fought and fought and fought to make it so that this script was the way it should have been. And then yep, they you're said, right, you're right, you're right. And then, is it? Okay, cool. And then they said that Julie Andrews was attached to it, and Meg Cabot said, I'm good. You can do what you want with this story. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone has their weakness. If, if Julie Andrews came to me and said, I love your story, we're going to change a few things, uh, yeah, I'd be like, you're absolutely right. You're so, like, <laughs> Let's what you, change everything. What do you mean? <laughs> we're going to change it all. You just get to rewrite it. Actually, this is going to be a Julie Andrews picture. And I'm just going to be like an executive producer because that's a title they give to people who throw money at it but don't actually do any work. Like, I... I, I just... I have such a weird, like, hypocritical mindset when it comes to monetizing my creativity because I want so badly to be the end-all and be-all for it. Mm -hmm. But I also know that at the end of the day, if someone dangled that carrot in front of me, I would eat it. I for sure would take it and be like, you know what, I can step back a little bit. Mm I might not be happy with the outcome of it and that would probably I would probably distance myself from it but I wouldn't be traumatized by the experience I mean ideally I would like a lot of money and then to be the one calling the shots Mm -hmm. that's the dream right that's really what you want yeah like if someone came to you and was like we want to turn your story into a TV show or what, ideally, what would you want your story to be? A movie. A movie. And uh, you know, I, mean, you, um, I know a lot of different writers. They, we already have the actors and actresses. We already have them in our head. Yeah, of course. I already have a solid cast of who I want to be in there. Mm-hmm. 
if someone were to buy the rights and to make it in the script and to make it a movie, yeah. Of course I want to be involved. I want to be a producer of some sort so I can have some sort of input. But if someone, like, that goes into the thing. If someone has a fucking vision and they want more, you know, explosions and sex scenes, which I'm not against, by the way. I'm just saying that as, a, as an example. Yeah, no, um, like big budget sort of deal. Yeah, of, yeah totally. Michael Bay, come on. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, for sure. Um, if someone wanted to do that and they had a vision and I don't, like, necessarily agree with it, I have to see where they're going for me to actually say yes but money money can talk but there are certain babies that I can't sell yeah I will I will completely give you that there are creative things I've made that I would be totally willing to just sell off like an unwanted child and then yeah. there are others that I would have an extremely difficult time letting go of yeah. I would want to have that output so I guess at the end of the day it's all based on how much um, interest you have in that project you're working on yeah I guess and this one like this one started I believe it was January or February the fruit of our deceits that's that's what it's called I've just I've decided to stick with it I've decided to stick with that okay um sorry a car is farting (laughs) this one I've Again, I have the cast picked out. I have, you know, even maybe a director yeah. or two, yeah. or maybe three or four or five. Um, I'm open to interpretation about this because of the way that it's written and because of the type of story it is. It's a murder mystery that unravels more. So I'm open to interpretation, but you cannot stray where there the ending is different. Yeah. Um, if the you, ending has to be what you wrote. If you make the, if it, sorry, if someone wanted to make the di- the ending different. They would have to make it so gruesome. So something like completely, I, I wouldn't say different, but something's darker or something. Because I'm I'm not going to be like at the end of the day where it's like happy. Like, For sure. And they all walked into the sunset and all that stuff. You, you want know? something bleaker. I want something bleaker. So I like the way it ends because it kind of, it's a full circle. Um, and that doesn't give anything away. It kind of does. It doesn't. It doesn't. All right. After you read it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, Now everyone's going to like listen to this, read the book, and they'll be like, it does. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You liar. liar. (laughs) And you're going to be like, no, I'm just a great storyteller. I zigged when you thought I was going to (laughs) zag. You know, sometimes if there is an artist with a vision that matches with yours, it's going to make it so it might not be perfect. And exactly what you wanted uh, for your book, but on a visual spectrum, it works. Where do you draw the line? Where do you say, okay, no, that's not good? And where do you say, all right, I understand that what I wrote can't be conveyed visually, so you're doing it this way instead? Yeah. Where would you draw the line? Where would you be like, okay, no this is what I want and this is the end of the discussion. Well, see, that, that's, that's interesting because, again, uh, this this uh, child of mine, um, The Fruit of Our Deceits, again, it's open for interpretation. If someone literally just wanted to fucking flip it around and change it to something different with the based off the idea okay. and then call it from the book and whatever, by the rights, whatever, <clears throat> and miss the whole fucking point. Yeah. Because, mind you, when you read the book, if you read the book, people, um, 
it, there, I, I believe in my mind there are several... Fruit of Our Deceits coming sometime in 2018. Possibly at the end of this year. Whoa. Shh. I'm trying hard. Spoilers. <laughs> okay. No, that's super awesome, though. That's really exciting. I'm hoping to have everything wrapped up by November. Fruit of Our Deceits coming November 2017. Yes. <laughs> now you have to do it. You're locked in. I'm locked in now. Yes. Shit. Yes. <laughs> it's going to be at... Uh, Our listeners are going to be like, where is it, guys? 11.59 on the last day of November. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Um, it's like college all over again. <laughs> it's due tomorrow. It's 2 a.m. It's, it's fine. It's due in five hours. It's okay. It's 6 a.m. You know what? I've always thought about doing other things with my life. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, we got off topic. You know what? Porn sounds great. No, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Me, I don't know. Oh, so, <laughs> all right. It's four. Let's just get this out. <laughs> and then you take a dump on a page and you turn it in. Yep, exactly. Except it sounds like you put a little bit more effort into yours. Yeah. No, actually, yes. Um, in my that I'm really proud of myself with this one. Uh, we, we talked about that. I'm proud of myself because I started it this year. And, and I'm it this year. finishing it this year. Yeah. Um, you did it. And it's like, it's to how many pages it is, you know, like it, it, for anybody out there who has written a fucking essay, how many hours does it take you to write three pages yeah. or a thousand words now or whatever? Think about multiplying that by 200. We're in the $300, $300 range. Yeah, we're in wow. the $300. We're, okay. we're, we're almost at 300. So, but mind you, pages. Pages, yes. So it's more like a novella? But mind you, if you look at it, though, I'm doing it, like, when it's, after it's been written on paper and put onto the computer screen, we're doing, like, you know, Word. 11 by 7, or, so or 8 and a half when by that 11. goes into connecting the books, that might make it longer. Yeah, it'll probably be around 400. Unless my editing shortens it. Well, you also so. have to put, like, chapter titles in there, and front page, last page, all of So you'll probably be closer to the 400 mark. Possibly. Maybe, maybe 450, 500. Who knows? Maybe I'll be like getting rid of like every sentence in one chapter. Who knows? Um. I've done it. <laughs> I've for sure done it. But yeah, so if, if someone wanted to like drastically change it, I really have to understand someone's other vision of it and how they interpret it. But mind you, as an artist, and I've heard many other artists do this, it's like they make something, they feel it, and a lot of times they don't want to tell what they feel about it because they want you to interpret it. Yeah. When it's out... I will tell more in depth if people have questions, and hopefully we can get some questions in here for you and I to talk about. Sure. If there's questions about it, I will go in depth about it. But I would like people to interpret it. And I want to know how they feel. Like, what what is where, what's the sense of it? Because the sense of it to me is a lot. So I guess here's here's my issue. The only issue I have with what you said. I agree to a certain extent that writers and creatives should allow other people to garner their own um, opinions and ideas behind what they've written. Yeah. Absolutely. I do, however, stand by the idea that you should have a resolute idea of what this story is about, the thematic elements, the background behind it. You should be able to stand up and go, no, actually, that's not oh, correct. Oh, you know, exactly. That's, and then I have that. This yeah. is my, my child. I, this is what I have for it. It was one of the biggest issues I had uh, <laughs> doing uh, fine art and then doing um, um, uh, experimental art and anything and, like, conceptual art was that there were so many artists I would come upon who were so invested in the idea of like, no, I don't want to give anything away. I want you, and they wouldn't... And, and they want to be mysterious. 
And to me, all that equated to was you're bullshitting and selling. you don't know what you're talking about either. And, and mind you, and it's a selling point too. Exactly. Like, so, like, just have an idea, have a, a reason behind what you're doing. And mind you, that's the, the, I think the next part is writing kind of like the synopsis, you know, the thing that people have behind the book cover, um, you know, or on the back of the book, trying the synopsis of like, what the fuck are you about to read? Yeah, condensing it. Condensing it. And so, and that point is like... The putting, elevator pitch. If the you will. elevator pitch, if you will. Putting the, the sense in there, but when you read it, then you walk away with the message that I am trying to convey. Yeah. And mind you, when it's when it's completely out and published, I will be... This is what it's about. Yeah. If it gets made into a movie, fuck yes, and I will go on to what... And I will make a bunch of money off of that, and I'll feel real good about it. And, you know, it's, again, going back to the whole thing of making money off of it, and the artists that say, no, I make my art just because it's art, and blah, 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 and I will never sell it. I want this to make money because I worked at it. Not because I worked at it, but because it's something I love and this is what I want to do as a career. So, and and I do want to, I want to be a business person in the film industry and in art and storytelling. Storytelling, again, is what I do. Yeah. Um, and then kind of leading back to what we were talking about, how J.R.R. Tolkien didn't agree with wanting to be a movie. He refused. Yeah. And then we going back, and you brought up some really great examples. Um I really like the Stephen King one. I didn't really think about that one. Yeah, he... um, didn't know some of the backstory, and that's actually intriguing to me. Very intriguing. Um, but another one is uh, uh, uh huh. J.K. Rowling. That. Oh, Rowling. Miss Rowling. Um, oh, her uh, her first two where she had to give away her baby and she was, like, really nervous about it. I, you know, Christopher Columbus, I think, did good. I mean, there's so many fucking diehard Harry Potter fans. Mind you, I work with some. Some are really great friends of mine. Some that I work with are great friends of mine. Um, you know, they're like, this, 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 and they're like, you, uh, fuck, I almost have the fucking first book of Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or the... Um, the Philosopher's, the Philosopher's Stone. Stone. <laughs> if you want to be if, pedantic. Yes. Because yes. um, we can't understand that here. Again, I said that I think in the first interview. <laughs> I always get weirded out when people are like, the Philosopher's Stone? I'm like, have you never seen? Okay. All right. Never mind. We're done. We're done. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, that's also just me being very snobbish. So, yeah. Christopher anyway. Columbus is uh, he's one of my favorite directors. And really? Okay. And I think that he did justice. I think that he did. But mind you, like he made him so beautifully, and then he had to look at himself. He goes, "I have X amount more films. Yep, I can't do this. I'm a dip." <laughs> and and I and you know what? I respect the fucking shit out of that. Honestly, I think the second they got, and and I will say this, Alfonso Cuarón did a fantastic job with the third one. He did. I know a lot of people were really upset with it. I know a lot of people it found was a it change. frustrating. It was and a change. It, uh, but. From a purely filmmaking perspective and trying to turn that third book, which, guys, come on. That third book is rough to begin with. Yep. It is yep. hard to translate to film. and so All of them were. All of them were. All of them were. So, like, he, he did a good job. But when they got David Yates in there yep. to do the last uh, three, I guess, yeah, because four, four, five, six, seven. So he did the last four. He knew, he got it, he immediately understood, and I mean, he had the convenience of going into the ones that were actually much more adult. Yep, and mind you, that, that's what was needed, too? That was needed. It was needed. But there was, but he, he, he figured it out, and so if I were to have anyone go after my writing, or a podcast, or, or anything that I've ever created, and be like, hey, we want to adapt this. 
I would say for sure, but I want to meet with the person doing it. And, and I 100% agree with that too. I 100% agree with that. It's not more of like, hey, sign here and you get these dollars. Like, I want to meet with the person. I want to hear them. I want to see stuff. Even if yeah. they make um, like a, a mock trailer or even something with like animated parts, just like show me storyboard something. Yeah, give me. And a... I know their history. Yeah, and that's where monetizing my creativity, getting back to the yep. subject become such a contradictory thing of, I want to be involved so badly, but I know that's not how it works. So, I guess, I mean, have you ever, have you ever sold anything of yours? Have you, uh, be it right, have you ever had any money come I have your way? nuts. And I have not. Okay. I've been paid to be on sets before okay. um, for independent films. Yeah. Um, whether it be for parking. Thank you, Portlandia. That was so fucking fun. I loved it so much. And I got screen time, which I did not want because I don't like being on front of the camera. But um, the camera. The camera. But no, it was funny. Um, Portlandia paid for my parking, which I showed up to the end part. So they paid for the day's parking, which I was only there for two hours. Oh, but, perfect. Um, and then like a couple of times I got paid for shit. But I really don't think that I had much involvement other than, hey, I showed up. Did I do a good job? Yeah, 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 yeah. But you were still part of the creative process. Some of it was debatable because it's uh, it's it's uh, it's kind of a sour thing. But anyways, on that note, should we take a break and come back? Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Let's do that. All right. Be right back. good break that was a solid break oh yes yeah <laughs> got to pee got to get another beer it was great um no it was funny you were actually talking in there about like this is the end of it this is it we're we're on our third this is the this end is the end of the trilogy <laughs> my <laughs> only friend Stop it. the end oh my god okay <laughs> um but i i feel like we have kind of dived into a really wonderful topic though of like so you've never Sold. Never sold. Any of your work. Because I, I like my art. Like, I just don't want to be a I just don't want to be this so. person. So it's like, whatever. Yeah. Can I help you? Oh my gosh! And then a new player arrived and it got a little weird, but we figured it out in the end. Restart. Hi! Hi guys. Hello again. So, sorry, a friend walked up and I was a, a brief moment to say hello. They might be joining us. Yeah, yeah. So, this guy's name is James. He's apparently a, you said he was a programmer, I believe. He was a programmer, yes. So, he's going to be talking to us about some more geekier creativity, which is interesting. Um, well, previous to this, we were talking about how we pay for our living and what we do for a living and and whether we're using our creativity to our fullest extent. Morgan, how do you feel about selling your stuff? I'm excited about it. Okay. Um, there was a wonderful gentleman that I actually met here. Um, and he is an actor. And he is he's part of a lot of different things. And um, he was... I, I, I talked about this book to him. Months okay. ago. Okay. And he just loved my personality, and he goes, you know what, Morgan? 
make this something. Make it. Make make your life all about this one book right now, because you're building yourself and it's just very inspirational. Yeah, yeah. And uh, mind you, this is my first one that will actually be published. This is my first one that I'm actually wanting the masses to read. I don't want just be like, hey guys, can you read this page that I wrote? Do you like it? You like it? So is it good? Is it good? Like it? Mommy, do you like it? Put it on the fridge. Back to that, yep. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a constant one that we go through all the time. <laughs> That'll come back to when we go back. We Okay, so we obviously have to have one after this, but it won't have anything to do with this, so we'll figure that out later on. But Which, by the way, when the book is actually published, I will give a copy to my mom and I'll probably do that. Like, mommy, mommy, do you like it? <laughs> I, will for sure, um, I will for sure blast it, too. I will make sure that everyone who listens knows, like, it's okay. out November 2017. It's coming. <laughs> November 30th at 11.59 November 30th, 2017. It will be coming out. It will be available to the public because you're going to self-publish, I assume. Through Amazon. Which also means that it will be available to read through the Kindle, yeah? Through the Kindle, but also if it like if it makes the big uh, other companies, you know, like the the monster that's out there that I love. Barnes and Nobles, they can buy and buy and Hell yeah, Barnes and Nobles. Um, getting behind like all the technicalities of that, that will be different. But yeah. it's available to everyone. What's Barnes and Nobles? Are they the Kindle? They are the Kindle, aren't okay, they? or the Nook. Oh, it's the, the Nook. Nook. It's the, the Nook. Nook. So yes, um, it will be available on so many different fucking platforms. I will be doing a lot more research on how to do that. Whether I need to get different uh, business licensing or whatever it is because of the fact that when this baby comes hot on the presses I want it to be hot everywhere yeah for sure um, now are you going to make it free or are you going to make it so people have to buy it they have to buy it okay um, gosh that sounds so fucking dark to say they have to buy it they have to <laughs> um, but it's part of it's part of what I want to do for but a what's living like so. your, what's your price point what are you thinking because that's really my hard sell point okay. is like I don't know how to monetize my things. Like, as far as my design and illustration is concerned, I went to school for that. So I know what the pricing for that is. But as far as, like, my my podcasting, my, like, fine art painting, my writing that I do, I'm, I kind of sit there and I'm like, if you like it, give me, like, ten bucks. And I yeah. don't know what else to do. I sell myself <laughs> way short all the time. Like, even in my design, I know how much I should be charging people, and I don't. Because I think it's obscene to charge someone 300 to to $1,000 for two hours of work. You see that guy that, um, was it a canvas that had, like, red paint on it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, how much did that fucking sell for? Was it up in the millions, or was it, like, hundreds of thousands? <laughs> Okay. And everyone's like, shit, let's get a canvas. Well, I mean, you're talking about one of my favorite painters, but that's fine. I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, I. But the thing is, though, as an artist and looking into it deeper, because yeah. if you look, it, this is a meme, guys. This is a meme. You're looking at a meme saying, like, get my canvas. Let's get some paint. But you don't understand it. Like, if you, if, mind you, I'm into painting, so well, yeah. I get it. It's, like, it's, a, it's a documentary of uh, my kid could paint that. Yeah. Um, if you ever saw that. If you haven't seen it, world, go see it. It's actually really fascinating. It's kind of paints this really dark portrait of a family, but it's it's really, it's utterly fascinating. Um, I feel that way about so many things that I write and create where I'm like, no one should ever pay an excessive amount of money for this. But then there are that 
And do I, is it just because my self-esteem is so low? <laughs> low? <laughs> like... But there is that group of people that are the buyer. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, there are multimillionaires and billionaires that buy it. They drive the market. And mind you, there are some, like, I remember watching a documentary about this one, um... I don't know if he was a billionaire or a millionaire, but he was very wealthy, a very well-to-do man, very uh-huh. intelligent, had a great career. Yeah. Um, built himself up from nothing. He buys art, and he will find some starving artist that has no notoriety. He sees their work, and he goes, I have to have it. I will give you top fucking dollar for Is it. Is it by any chance Charles Saatchi? That does not ring a bell. I'd have to watch the documentary again to get his name. Okay. Um, but mind you, this guy was a very, very nice guy. But he, he, he also part of him buying all these works of art and having like warehouses full of it, just like on display, so you can walk through. It's not like it's just like all put in boxes and shit. It was like stocks. It was yeah. Yeah. And but mind you, he was very proud of like I bought it from this artist, and he would tell you a little bit about it. Or, and if he wanted more questions, he would actually go in-depth about that artist. Maybe that artist, maybe that was the only thing they ever sold. Yeah. The only thing they ever sell, and they're going to continue being a starving artist. But he's like, I believe in this, I like it, and I'm going to do it. So. Yeah. But as far as a price range, that is difficult to say right now because I've been looking at, like, the market. I've been looking at also, you know, how people sell things. Also, you know, as a writer, how do, where do I start? What was the price yeah. range? Because I, I know another writer that started out at a higher dollar range... And they um, they were looking at just like I want to make a lot. I believe 100% what they want to do. They just want to make a lot. But I want to put it out there. So if it is something great and it is bought, the price that I'm doing it's not going to be like 30 bucks a fucking book. Yeah. For a paperback. Yeah. And then like oh I'm going to make millions and billions. Well it's like it's like that classic sort of trope of if you're making art for money you're doing it wrong yeah and that's i guess that's we all want to make it for a living we all want to like yeah we all want to make it for a living we all want to do these things but at the end of the day it's also like if you if you go into it with the mindset of like i'm gonna make money off this you're failing as an artist to begin with because you should never have that mindset you should never go into it with the belief of that you're gonna make it. All I'm gonna do is make money. money. Yeah. Be fucking humble. You know what? Oh, I'm. A question here. Oh yes, oh, James hi. is with us. By James the way, James is joining the club. Hi, James. Hi. It's so good for you to join. Um, I'm just curious. You do it for the money, but don't you also do it for the art? And if you make money on the side, isn't that still good? I mean, here's the thing. I was actually um, I was telling her how contradictory in nature my like thought process on this is at the beginning of this because I have I'm having such a hard time wrestling with the idea of being financially stable off of my creative outputs versus having creative outputs because I want to have them so like where is that line drawn where do you hit that point where you're like okay, I'm doing this for me, I'm doing this to be creative, but I've found my niche, I've found my little thing. I'm not pandering, mind you, but I've found the people who like this and are willing to put money towards it. But even if you're pandering, yeah. it doesn't necessarily make you a sellout. It just makes you trying to make a living, in my opinion. It's true. Yeah, okay. Now, and that, that goes along the lines, though, with what I'm thinking. Yeah. First and foremost, I want people to 
read my stories and actually get to the point of what I want to do for my life is be a storyteller. Yeah. So when you write a story and then you um, promote it, are you pandering a little bit? That's true. That's true. But mind you, like, like the thing that I'm going to take away, even if it's a, it's a, it's a flop or it's a success, people read it, and I have people who like it, yep. or people that read it and hated it. They will buy the next one because you put it out there and they've seen it. Exactly, and so that's that starts it. But the thing is, I am, you know, it goes back to I'm a storyteller. But the whole thing is, I. You know, that's a career that I want to make off. When we say, like, oh, I want to make money, a lot of people might take that negatively. But the thing is, though, I want to make, that's what we say, I want to make a career off of it. We have to make money off of it to make it a career. Yeah. I can't be working, like, you know, 80 hours a week doing something else just to pay for my living just to write a book for people to be like, hey, it's good. But that's how ever, isn't that how everybody Starving starts? artists. Starving artists, yep. And I don't want to go with the starving artist thing, but... Everyone has to do something you first. have a good a good product and you put it out there mm-hmm. you give it to all your friends and your friends buy it yeah don't they then tell their friends and it gets exposed more networking and more yeah and more? yeah 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 and that's and that's what we want to get i've never read one of your books but if you give me one i'm gonna read it and i'm gonna tell all my friends how cool i thought it was yeah right, i'm also gonna tell them how cool i didn't think it was but <laughs> But I like that's assume you're gonna write it. great stuff. But that's but, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. But the, like, to me, that's such an interesting dichotomy of that's telling someone you either loved it or you hated it, and you're doing this verse, which is a very sort of natural inclination whenever you see anything creative of going to someone and saying, "Oh, I watched this and it was garbage," or "Oh, I watched this and it was amazing." But see, I have... And that to me is so much different than going, "Oh, I watched this, you should pay money for it." Yep. That is such a such a distinct line that's drawn that I'm having such a hard time jumping. But do you tell when is the last time you actually told a friend this was really amazing. Pay money for it. I've never done that in my life. I've always told my friends, I love this book, or I love this art, or I love this piece of material. And it was really great. You should check it out, too. I've never said, go pay money for it. Well, I've it, never actually used those words. It, it's, but it's kind of implied, right? Like, they're Without not going to get it for free. Implied, yes. You're absolutely correct. It's definitely implied, but I've never actually used the word, now go pay money. Okay. First time I read Harry Potter... Hey! hey. <laughs> We've been talking yeah, about we were talking a little bit about that. <laughs> I read it and I thought, oh, this is a great book. I'm going to read the next one. I didn't go tell people to go read it too. I enjoyed it. Okay. And then anytime that have you heard this about blah, 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 I went, oh my God, I just read that. It was amazing. And I gave it to them and put it in their hands. Okay. That's how I, that's how I was. I was like, this was an amazing book, and anytime anybody mentioned it, yeah, I put it in their hands and said, "You should read it." And then, if they were so inclined, they would buy their own copy. Uh, the, that's the end result. Yes, that's the end result. They'd have my copy to start out with, but the end result was that I wanted my copy back. And okay. <laughs> I love it. Bitch, I love you gotta it. get your own. Yeah, yeah, buy your own. Yeah. You gotta taste of it now. Get your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, know? it's like the greatest heroin dealer ever. <laughs> The first one's free. But that's how I do all things. Like, all books at least. Like, oh my god, this is really great. And I lend it. But I always want my copy back. 
and it's just like I speak German now, and it's like I have these books, and my friend is looking at my books today. Yeah. He's like, blah, 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 blah. I corrected him on his pronunciation, and I said, oh, well, here, take it with you, borrow it. Yeah. I want it back, but, you know, there you are. There's, you got it because I introduced you to it. I found it great. I'm introducing you to Yeah, it. yeah. Give me my book back. I mean, now when I give away okay. books, I wholeheartedly do it with the mindset I'm never seeing that book again. It's so funny that people... So useless? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I just, I, I, like, if I'm sharing something with someone to the extent that I'm putting it in their hands and saying, look, you have to read this, I kind of have this preconceived notion of that's never coming back to me. And I accept that because at the end of the day, I was so adamant that they take it and read it and ingest this that it might not be the first read that they fully encapsulate what I was trying to say. It might, might not be the second or the third or the fourth or the fifth. It might be two years down the line they take it off their bookshelf and go, wait, who loaned me this? Oh shit, they live in another, another state now. <laughs> and then it just, I like, I accept that. I'm, but do you realize how amazing of as a person you are when you do that. Honestly, when I... No! I can understand where he's coming though. from. I don't. Because me... You are amazing. If, if I really think you are. I'm not a person to give that. out books because the fact that I'm a book hoarder. It's my baby. I'm not Welcome. letting Buddy Thank fucking take girl. it. <laughs> Welcome. All right, well, can I rephrase this? It's dependent. Nope, too late, you've already Oh, it's too late. All right. Uh, well, I will say it's dependent on the book. Okay, there you go. There like, you go. That's fair. Like, that's fair. Like, if it's, if it's a book that I have, like, a first edition of and it's impossible to get, yeah, I want that back. Samuel but, Taylor Cooler. I wanted somebody to okay. enjoy my pleasure as Samuel Taylor. Mm-hmm. And for me, the best thing to do was... I'm just going to go buy two new copies of it. Anything, yep. A lot of the classic things that I read get stolen or disappear. So my new rule has always been, I always go out and buy two copies. I give one to someone, and that's theirs. This is yours, have it. And, I, and then I have my new copy. And I never have to worry about them giving it back or anything because I've just given them a brand new copy. Yeah. So I buy, I buy copies of books. Okay. To give away because I think they're that important. Yeah, yes. yeah, of course. I love it. And I fucking I love it. And I don't expect to ever get them back because I've just bought two copies and there we go. Well, that's like, um, I mean, there, I, I have countless books that are like that where it's like I have multiple copies of them because I know that at some point in time I'm going to hand them to someone and I'm going to go, you need to read this. I love this book so much. Hey, are we cheersing? Hell yeah. We're cheersing on books. Hell yeah. Cheers to books. I love books a lot. Mind you, I don't do the same thing with my Legos. Nobody gets to share my Oh no, no one gets to touch those. No, 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 no. That's a whole different story. I will buy you a copy so you can read it. Yeah. Will never. If, <laughs> like, I refuse to give away a book. If someone wants to take art from my wall, that's a different oh, story. That's a no-no. But if it's a that's book, a I'm like, eh, all right, okay. There are multiple copies of this. I can go get a new one. It's not going to be the end of the world. All right, we're getting close to the end. 
And to wrap up with that, though, that's such a good that final is. thought. That's it is such really a good, good final thought. Is that um, a, a because like a piece of art that you have on your wall? How does that equate to your writing? So, the book itself, how I've written it, most of it was handwritten. By that, you? Hand, yes. Yeah. Um, and so the so that handwritten copy. That handwritten copy, there were so many scratches, words that like are not even spelled right. I don't even know what the fuck the word says, but I yeah, kind yeah. of have an idea and put a place in the word in there when I typed it. My baby, when it's done, will be in bits and pieces all ripped up. You saw my notebook. Oh, yeah. So that I'm, is part of how I wrote it. It's like, so uh, it's like Mitch. Podcast. Can you tell me once again what the book is, what the name is? So it's... it's <laughs> yeah, let's... let's we're we're so plugging just, your book so hard. Just to get you into where we are, because this is like the end of the trilogy we're doing tonight. We're almost done. Um, it's called The Fruit of Our Deceits. It's a murder mystery. A girl's body is found on the side of the road, and someone witnesses the car that drives away that dropped it off. So we... And they go to go after that guy, and it unfolds Do I get a so copy? much more. You can, yes. And so we're going... I don't want to give anything away. Don't give anything oh, away. Don't I give anything away. Don't give anything away. It's all, it's all. It's all secretive until really it goes. November 30th. November 30th, 1159. Is that the release date? Yeah, yeah that's the release what is happening. So I guess we decided that. Yeah, we have it. And it's going to be cool? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So to, to wrap Looking it up. Looking forward to it. I'm excited. I'm so fucking excited. Um, to wrap it into conclusion um, of that and to go on to our conclusion here. Yeah, 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 yeah. My baby is finished, and now I'm finishing the the final touches. But I'm I'm relieved. But now is I feel like the the battle has been won. Yeah. Now it is the war. It is, the, it is, long. It is the war. So Manju, the end of the trilogy of the Lord of the Rings was the, the Lord of the Morgans. <laughs> Lord of the were Return of the Morgans. But even though that was the war at the end. I have just started my battle, and I have finished that battle. Yeah. I am about to go into a war, and it's been a pleasure going over this. Mind you, I don't even remember the day that we started this podcast, and I was so close, and it just fucking stuck. <laughs> it it just stuck. disappeared. I think we have it uh, as, like, uh, well, okay, I published it. It's up on there in, like, June 29th. Well, I guess But I think we bad. recorded it, like, June 12th. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, it was a little bit ago, but still. Still proud that it started in February, January. And done. And, and done. done. You did it. So. So proud of you. And then going back to the war. Yeah. Is part of the conversation we had tonight is the selling part. Yeah, yeah, selling it. So, and it's not just the whole part of selling it, but like, what do you, what do you do? Do you sell your soul or do you, what do you, are you selling your art? How are you doing this? Yeah. That, my friends, might be another conversation but we will see. It is. I think that is another conversation that we could turn into another whole big thing, but we'll leave it at that for now. I think my final thought would be treat your art that can be mass produced like you would treat a fine piece of art. And my last word on the whole situation is that I've met Morgan several times. She's got a very intelligent mind and it's worth Taking a look at. I appreciate that so much. <laughs> and I made her laugh. So there you go. James, thank you so much for joining us. Oh, you're welcome. Morgan, it was so good to see you as always. Thank you so much. This has been your pilot speaking. I am once again Jeremy O'Connell. We are joined once again by Morgan. 
James showed up for the very last chunk of it. It was so good to have you here. Thank you so Thank much. You. Seriously, it was awesome. You added some really lovely anecdotes. You really, I really added some good things. You really so did. that's going to be the end of that. And this is the wrap up. This is it. This is it for the trilogy, guys. It's so hard to say goodbye. I just want to say Are sorry to Idaho. No, no, I'm not. That's as far as we're going to go. But I just want to reach out. Sorry to Idaho. We'll talk about that Oh, later. God, yeah. We, we <laughs> shat on Idaho real hard. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. This has been your pilot speaking. I am, of course, Jeremy. Have a wonderful flight. I know you could choose a bunch of other flights, but you chose us, and I appreciate that so much. Have a good night. This is your pilot speaking is part of the Brevity Media Group Corporation. Brevity Media Group, dumb shows for smart people.